Okay, we're uh, here. It's January 30th, and we got a month before our season starts for uh, one of St. Louis's few pros, <laughs> female pros. Excuse me. Introduce yourself. My name is Carly Wickenheiser. Carly Wickenheiser, yes. and let's talk a little bit about your antecedents. Where did you play high school? I went We're to St. Joe. St. Louis. Yeah, right? <laughs> of course I went to St. Joe. St. Joe Angel. Yes. And you graduated? In 2015. 2015, mm -hmm. and from there you went? To Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yes. Played D1, Big 12. Mm -hmm. How many Big 12 championships did you guys win? Just one. Just one. Just one, yeah. Oh my. <laughs> I wish it could have been more. Where did you play club? Uh, Lou Fuse. Lou Fuse. Lou Fuse. Betcher. Coach Betcher. Yes. And how many state cups did you win? Just one also. Just one also. <laughs> yes. but it's one of my favorites because it's, and I'll tell this story later in the store, but, uh, you know, you fight, you fight, you fight, uh -huh. but winning is most important at the end. Mm -hmm. Who cares what a 14 does? Yeah. But you guys won as 18s against yes. your fierce rivals. Yes. Right? One of the greatest rivalries. <laughs> Ever. And then uh, after Texas Tech now, you've got, uh, you're about to play your second season of Pro Bowl. Yes. And where are you playing I'm Pro playing Bowl? I'm playing in Sweden. In Sweden yes. for? Moran BK. Moran BK. Baco, excuse me. Baco, okay, yeah. there we go. And that's second division, Swedish. Yes. And you're one of three American girls, you were telling yes. me? Yes. Mm -hmm. But we'll and have two more this next season, so we'll have five. You'll be five. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they've decided, are they chasing a promotion? Yeah, so this last year was their first year in the league we were in, the division we were in, because they came up, and so they brought in three. So they got promoted from Division three to Division yes. two. Yeah, and so I got <coughs> it's been cool to join the team for right. that first year. And so now we're trying to... You're you're hoping, Build on to, that and hoping to get to the first yes. division. Yeah. And what's the first division called? Um, I know I, I watch Swedish men's games, and that's Al Svenska. Yeah. So Dom's, the men's and the women's. Dom Svenska. Okay, Dom and yeah. Dame. For a woman, So yeah. you're a Dame. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and, it's, and it's this final point here that's one of, one of the primary reasons I wanted to talk to you is because we've... Uh, We've got a dearth of female professionals coming out of St. Louis. Yeah, that's the, for sure. Jeez, uh, I'll, I'll dig into this further, but the most recent may have been Alyssa Motts mm -hmm. from Fort Zumwalt West, who plays for the Chicago Red Stars. Mm -hmm. We have Becky Sauerbrunn. Yeah. And uh, one of your club teammates, Maddie Picorni, yes. played uh, for the Red Star Reserves last mm -hmm. year, and she's, she's going back again this year, you're mm -hmm. telling me. Well, that's great. So let's talk to, about what the challenges are, and and how that progressed. Mm -hmm. We want to we want to leave a uh, a path for the mm -hmm. girls coming yeah. behind you, right? <laughs> yes, that's uh, the greatest part of it. Uh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's good. I'd like then maybe you'll be a coach one of these days too. Hey, just maybe. You just yeah. maybe. There we are. The uh, as, as I was telling Carly as we prepared for this conversation, I've. I've now been following her for a decade. That went by fast. That, That's scary. It, it has been, right, hasn't it been? Yeah, but Ten it was a years, great decade. <laughs> four years of high school, four years yes. of college, and mm -hmm. now <coughs> heading into her second year of uh, professional soccer. Mm -hmm. The uh, I was very happy that you remembered my my first impression. Yeah. Of you. <laughs> and what was that first impression? 
Tell me in your words. And of when I met you or why I met you? Or why, why, why I started following you. It was the quarterfinal game of the state tournament. Class three at the time. There yeah. were only three classes. Oh, yeah. So right. class three. And you it were was. a freshman. Yes, I was a freshman my first year. And we were playing Incarnate Ward, which. At they Incarnate. were at Incarnate, which was the big powerhouse. Insanely hot day, big crowd, and it was an it was overtime. Huge. Yeah, it was huge. Like the biggest crowd I'd played in at that point, and my little freshman self was so nervous. And it was an overtime, and I got played a ball down the line, and I just started running, and I ended up scoring the overtime goal to propel us into the uh, semifinal game. But yeah, because I had to ask her if it was a cross or if it yeah. was a shot. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a cross, but it went in. So right. it went in. It went in just under the crossbar yeah. as the keeper, and uh, looked like I meant to do it. Right. And I was lucky enough to be sitting there. I was actually waiting uh-huh. for something like that to happen. Yeah. Are you serious? Uh, I was. Because you, know, you had I, a good. I had to. I had to, I had to pick a. I had to pick an end. Yeah. And I started taking you video the right at end. that point. I then I picked the right end uh-huh. and. Uh, we got we got it on video, and that'll be part of this story. Uh-huh. And then Frank Dusamano stole it <laughs> without credit and used it on his uh, TV show. But that's that's water under the bridge now. Yeah. So that was that was not the first goal she scored in her high school career. What was your first goal? Do you remember that as well? I think it was a few games before then. So it doesn't quite stand no. out. No, doesn't not compared to that goal. Yeah, the video and the pictures, the post dispatch got of the because it was overtime. It yes. was... Uh, and it was golden goal. Yes. And, and with, you were buried by your teammates. Yeah, buried by my teammates. Our whole school was there, basically. And like, and that was also one of the greatest rivalries at the time was Incarnate Ward and St. Joe. And right. so Back when you were both was, in the same class. Yeah. All right. The, uh, she went on from that point. She uh, She's played a pretty consistent position throughout her career now. Mm-hmm. And that What is that position? Uh, holding mid. Holding mid or a six Set, yeah. in the... In the uh, in the numbering scheme that U.S. Soccer has is talking about. Yeah. What is it about that position that has drawn you to that position or led uh-huh. the coaches to put you in that spot? Well, it's funny. It's like growing up, I always played like outside mid or forward, but I personally was never, I'm not really a forward, you can tell. But then as I started to gravitate towards center mid, I just, I don't know. Oh, Joe put me there for the first time. And at first I was like, you're playing me at center mid, what? And then as soon as he put me there, I like, fell in love with the position I just love like always being involved with the play getting to run around everywhere make tackles win headers like you know I just feel like a little like nuisance in everyone's make tackles <laughs> win headers yeah and that uh, that those are critical elements for any the defensive midfielder for yeah. certain uh what about your high school career stands out for you besides that, that yeah. <laughs> fun fun exciting goal as a freshman what, um, were, what were some of the highlights at St. Joe? There were a lot. Just all of high school playing at St. Joe was awesome. But, I mean, it was hard at times. But winning state, I mean, we got to go to the Final Four four different times every year. We every went four year. times. and But we only won it one year. And so that was my junior year. And that was the best time because we were down 2-0 with, like, 18 minutes left. And I was like, oh, gosh, like, are you, like, I was like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, like, literally again. I was like, we were and finally it made it to uh, St. Teresa. To, we had lost two the year before. Right. And I was like, we finally make it to the actual final game, and now we're just going to lose. And then Anna Martin did what Anna Martin does. <laughs> and she scored two goals. Yeah, and she scored teammate, two. Yeah. 
And the, the last one goal. was that set, the, that set piece. They I both believe, were right? set pieces. They were both actually. set yeah. pieces. From like the same spot. Right. Went in like the same way. Right. Yeah. From 30 yards out, yeah. somehow fell under the crossbow. Yeah. When I, we were comparing notes, I uh, the other freshman I recognized that year was Anna. Yeah. Because she got the game-winning goal at Kirkwood. Yeah. Uh, and she, in the district final. And she scored the goal at Incarnate to make us go to overtime. Ah, did yeah. she? That was her right in the front of the yeah. box to tie the game up and send it yeah. to overtime. Uh, it, it's interesting to hear you uh, talk about that. So high school was pretty important to you and a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. What stood out? Why, why was it fun? Um, I think just there's nothing like playing for your high school team and playing like, I think we have a cool community following with high school and like, you know, just the different private schools and public schools, everyone just like follows it. And so playing for your high school is just a totally unique experience that you don't get in a club, you know, yeah. like clubs awesome, you get to travel around, but like high school is like the one time that you get to play with everyone and like in front of your school, so... When you had so a, we had a lot of fun watching you because your club team had two primary opponents. One was mm-hmm. the Whipkey team, yes, who you ended up beating as 18s, mm-hmm. and it was also the KC Athletics. Uh, uh, they were FC yeah. Casey at the Futura? time. Futura, yeah. Futura yeah. became FC Casey. So yeah. there were three of you that were constantly battling, yeah. and it took you until your senior year to finally, to finally <laughs> went out. Through. Yeah. But it, it had to have, how, you know, how does it feel to finally reach that point, recognizing the difficulties uh-huh. you faced before that? Oh, it for sure was like, it was the best time to win, you know, to go out like on top. It's on top. cliche, to but finish the, right. yeah, we finally like, I would have much rather done it that way than right. won every year. And it was great because like, even though you want to win every year, it's just great that we had that competition in such a big rivalry and like it was so tough to win it because you have teams winning every single year knowing they're going to win every single year you know but like for us the three teams no one knew who was going to win you know it was a battle every year who should depend on how it played out there. yeah exactly how did uh, did that make a difference for you at all when you came to playing college ball what what sort of lessons of, did you learn as a high school and club player that that you were able school. to apply to your college uh-huh. career then Luckily, I had great coaches in high school and club in high school, but definitely the mental side of soccer in um, high school really propelled me to be able to succeed at the college level. Cause having college to is, face some failure. Yeah. Face, having to face some tough times. Yeah, and realize because that's the first time that there's really pressure on you when you're in high school and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you're trying to live up to different expectations or just like your experience. You're playing with different coaches because I'd played with Joe Betcher since I was like, 10 years old Did and you? then yeah and so then I go to high school a different coach and I'm like what and then they just have a different coaching style and you know just having to deal with like failure anxiety all that kind of stuff and like pressure to perform and trying just, to earn a spot yeah again. trying to earn a spot and playing with girls four years older than you too that's a big part is like that's, that's you're finally playing with important isn't yeah because I was a freshman I was a little sick with no muscle on her <laughs> And then play against these like women almost that right. have had four years of experience. Melanie Donald, yeah, I exactly. wouldn't want to go yeah. against her. <laughs> so like, it really taught me a lot about like just how to perform and how to like stick to my game. But also like, there are going to be people better than you. You know, like sometimes you're not good enough to be able to play. Like one time, my coach actually told me that when I was going through one of my slums in high school. He's like, you're just not good enough right now. He's like, but that's okay, because, like, you can be. Right. And, like, he's like, sometimes you are. He's like, so you just need to get back to where 
you are. So he's like, look at what you're doing. He's like, do what you do best. He's like, and start with that, and then the rest will kind of fall out. Play your game. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, just kind of get into your rhythm, like in the game. Don't worry about like doing something crazy or like making this insane play. He's like, just do your like play your game, and it will come. And so that really has literally stuck with me the rest of my career. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. The uh, you're a '96. Is that what we figured out? Yeah, I played the '96 age group, but I'm a '97. Yeah. '97. And now, so we've got '05s that are going are freshmen and will be playing uh-huh. high school for the first time. Oh my gosh! And it's right. Seeing them play as '05s, uh-huh. they're good. They know how to play the game. But now, now they're going to have to play against. The women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it will change my viewpoint on what they're capable of. Yeah. And they're going to have to, they're going to face some challenges. Yeah. All right. Uh, t- talk a little bit about the recruiting process with Texas Tech. You, uh, you went a long way from St. Louis. Yeah, definitely unexpected. But, you know, sometimes those are the best things. So yeah. I started looking at colleges end of freshman year. And then I kind of, like, kept visiting stuff, like, wasn't really in a rush to make a decision but going into junior year I we had the college prep camp in St. Louis and then our which was led by Tom Stone of Texas Tech yes and your club boys your club coaches brought Tom and his staff in yeah for for an open public tryout yes and so luckily Danny Graville who was an awesome coach he set the whole thing up he did a great job running it but then so yeah so Tom and Todd were there and so Todd was there the first two days and he Todd saw me there and so he called Tom and was like hey you're gonna like this girl mm-hmm. and so then Tom came and then he like didn't tell me him which one it was because he wanted him to see me and then he also saw me and so then from there I went down to their camp and literally the rest was history <laughs> and you were you were thinking about D1 from the beginning as yes. a freshman yeah so that that was the goal yeah who else did you talk to I talked to Iowa State a little bit. I talked to SLU a little bit. Um, I kind of started talking to Notre Dame. I talked to TCU a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. So you at least got out there to see what some of the yeah. alternatives were. Yeah. What did you think of Texas? It's a little bit different than Oh, Saint I Louis. love Texas. My mom said if I was going to go away, I would go to Texas. <laughs> you have a sister who's made the same choice, too, yes. as, as I understand, yeah. right? Which I one? I love Texas. Who's Caitlin. In? And she's, she's in, in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, okay, she gotcha. went to TCU and then went to Dallas. And so I saw her at TCU. So I was like, I want to go to TCU. <laughs> <laughs> ah, which is Fort Worth. I've been yes. to TCU. That's right. My nephew lived across the street for a little while. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Highlights of your college career. Um. Well, everything. Like I literally loved college. I loved the career. It was the best time ever. But just coming into the program and. Playing as getting to play as a freshman was an awesome just experience. You were able to play and yeah. start as a freshman. Yeah, so my first college game I started, I started like half the season, went through a little dip, and then I started the rest of the season too. But we won the Big 12 championship, and so that was obviously the best time ever. Was that the first one at Swope Park? Or yes. You guys, right? Yeah, so that was that. started doing it at Swope. Yes, exactly. And then... So some was, of the family was able to make yeah, it. Yeah, some of our family was there. Some like like different relatives and family friends were there throughout the tournament because it was like a week-long tournament. And so that was just so fun to be able to play like in Kansas City and stuff. And it was Tech's first Big 12 championship. Was it? Yeah. So we won their first ever. And I got to play with – we were playing 
Janine Beck was on the time was on the team at the time. Oh. That was now playing for Canada and Man right. City, and some other pros too. Uh, and so it was the funnest time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was the best experience. But then from there, like we got to go to the NCAA tournament. Like, you know, it just it just opens your eyes to <laughs> so much. You uh, you graduated in three and a half years mm-hmm. while playing a D one program. Yes. How did you pull that off? You know, it's almost, I honestly tell people, I'm like, it's almost harder to not do it than it is to do it because we come in, we play in the summer, we're there in the summer, take, and you have to take classes, and you have to take a certain amount of classes. So we basically get a semester's worth of classes in the summer between the two sessions. Okay. And so, and I came in with credits from high school, so. So you took AP courses? Yes. And that, th- those transferred directly yeah. for you in terms of yes. credits? Yes. Yeah. So. So you don't go do this unless you have grades as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A key message. Yeah, you have to keep your grades up. You have to work hard. Yeah, right. you have to stay on top of your schoolwork. Right. Yeah. You have to have discipline. Yeah, it's not as yeah, it's not easy. You can't just fly by, but with all the support you have and the discipline of the sport and the college process, you can do it. <laughs> I, uh, you mentioned something earlier when talking about your time at St. Joe. Being a skinny little chick, yeah, <laughs> little freshman playing against these senior women. Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, are you a weightlifter? Yeah. Do you consider yeah. yourself a weightlifter now? I'm. Yeah, you have to be you at this be. level. Yeah. Right? And in college, they get you in the weight room right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you've transformed your body. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm not this tiny little girl. I'm fit right. and in shape and. I like my body, but it's different. Yeah, right. your body changes. Do you like weightlifting? Yeah, I've come to love it. Yeah, right. yes, just you do, don't you? Yes, of what it does for you. Yeah, and like the and feeling you get, and the right. empowerment, and the confidence, and just like right. yeah. And did you survive without injuries during your college career? In college, um, I always kind of had. Yeah, no. There's for the always most knocks part. and bruises. But yeah, you're that. never like a hundred percent healthy. At the beginning of the season, you might be, but you're always gonna deal with like oh, a little tweak here, an ankle, a pod. But yeah, I never had to miss a season. Never had to miss like a game. Right. The only time I missed a game was for I had a red card. So. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that. I think we. Uh, <coughs> you became a captain for Texas yes. Tech as yeah. a junior, junior. Mm-hmm. and then as a senior, yes. you also. Were you a captain at St. Joe at any point? Yeah, senior year. Senior year, yeah. you were one of the captains. Yes. Because always, high school has too many captains. Yeah, it's always the seniors. Right, like it's <laughs> almost like all the seniors. Yeah, I yeah. nothing else. But uh, yeah, you uh, you're now the captain for a Swedish team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and how did that play out? How did that happen? I have no idea. When I went over there, I just was like, I was going into a, a team and an environment that. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, and I was an American going into their territory, you know, like, their country, they're ter- right? and they're taking me, like, you know, like, I haven't earned anything yet, yes, they're paying me, and, like, I'm a professional, but, like, I have to earn my spot to earn my playing time, you know, like, nothing's given to me, and so I just went in, like, worked as hard as I could, like, talked to the girls, like, you know, made connections, like, started being vocal on the field as I got my footing, and then that's what they liked and that's what you know I just kind of did my thing I didn't and the coach made you the captain yes. then. it's not the team no the coach like you did. get in some yeah. environments so it's the coach yeah what uh, you say communicating with them how's your Swedish <laughs> we talked about this yeah, it's non-existent yeah, yeah. <laughs> being the Minnesota kid that yeah I it is not 
existent at all. <laughs> so it so but the point is that you've been able to go over to a foreign country. Yeah. Fortunately for us Americans. Yeah. The rest Very of the world has, has adopted English. Yes. And so you have the that that opportunity to communicate yeah. all all of your teammates yes English. all the teammates i'm at very very <laughs> appreciative that right. they speak that english the and that they are willing to speak right. english with us yeah congratulations it's oh, not easy you. to be a captain <laughs> thank what, you what are what are the critical mm-hmm. elements for you that you think have led your two most recent coaches to make name you captain uh-huh um well obviously i've always that's always the goal and stuff but at the end of the day i'm like it's not about me and it's not about like getting recognized as this award to then be like telling everyone what to do and to be above everyone else you know it's about like getting to lead the team and bring the team together to then like go out and win as a team and so for me it's always just been like work as hard as you can be an example of how you want everyone to work, you know, like, if you can't ask someone to do something that you're not willing to do yourself, so I'm always making sure I'm the hardest working player out there, and talking to people, like, lifting them up, encouraging them, but also being like, hey, maybe try this next time, or like, can you see something I need to do, you know, like, it's a two-way dialogue, like, so, and just also listening to your teammates, too, and being aware of what's going on with people, how they're feeling, you know, so, yeah. What, uh, Tell me about the process of becoming a pro. How did that play out for you? Um, I always knew I wanted to do it. So throughout college, I knew that was the next step. Like there was never a time where I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. But so after I graduated in December, I got an agent and then... How do you find an agent? They, our college coaches had an agent that they'd used in the so past. So there are other players that have gone on. Yes. And there's an agent with a good relationship with Tech. Yes. Exactly. You, you chose to work with that yes, same agent then. I did. Okay. And he was has been awesome and he got me to this place so it couldn't have worked out better. But what what did he need from you in order to convince a, a team how far away is Sweden? Two thousand I don't know, very far. <laughs> Two thousand miles away. Yeah. To, so to bring he, you in sight unseen in his Yeah, I know, because they were taking a risk when they were bringing us in. He, we made a highlight, coming out of college, we made our, like, our own highlight films of our just careers and stuff, and so I gave that to him. Did the college program help you do that? Yeah, they helped. So they videotape all the games? Yes. They were able to then? Yeah, and they have all of our touches, like, available, so, like, (coughs) we just went back and clicked on our touches, went through it, and like, okay, I like that, and then I sat down with my coaches, went through the video. It was a long process of then going through the videos and, like... A lot of editing. Yes, lots of editing, but luckily my coaches were awesome with it. We had our media guy helping with it, bringing it together, so... Was it five minutes long, 20 minutes My one in college was four minutes long, and then I made another one in Sweden... But didn't need to use it since I'm staying with this team. But that was a nine minutes long, so nine minutes with yeah. some highlights primarily. Yeah, because to show you winning head balls. Yeah, because <laughs> and if you think about it, four minutes. If a team from Europe is trying to look at you, four minutes they can't see much. So then, like after they saw my video, then the Swedish coaches went back and watched full games of mine. Take a go then, yeah. okay, and do that. Yeah. No, oh, where do you find those videos? Did, you know? they, did the school have to make them available? I don't know. I, I don't know I if guess they're on YouTube or not. No, Maybe. I don't know. Right. I don't even know how they I'll did have it. To go look. But yeah. Watch a couple games. Yes, with technology, yeah. Right. I'd usually be able to catch about one game a year uh-huh. for, with you to back oh, up yeah. what was on ESPN yes. or something else along those lines. Uh, 
tell me about your pro team. Mm-hmm. Who, how many players are there? There is... What's the roster? I think 12. That's a good question. 18, 25, I think there's 32. around 22, 24, 25. So not too many people on the bench at any no. point in time. No, so they actually have limits in Sweden on how many people you can carry on the mm-hmm. bench. And how many players you can for carry, home away games. Carry yeah. Total. Yeah. And you mentioned they have profess- they have promotion and relegation there. Yes. So that's the, the cool been- aspect of it I really like. Why is that? Just because it gives you a greater incentive to work. You know, it's like, it's kind of like the EPL. It's something that we didn't really have in college or in club. Right. But, like, well, I guess you had, we had a little bit in club. But, like, through a nine-month-long season, like, every game matters. You know, you're not just playing games to then prepare yourself for the tournament to then make a run. Like, every single game matters. So, week after week, you have to show up and play. And if you lose or if you don't play your best or, like, you may not play your best, but then you get out of tie, like, you just are looking for points. And so, like, there was one time we started out kind of bad and we were getting kind of close to the bottom. So we were like, shoot, we got to really pick it up, you know? Right. And so it just gives, like... Because the table's there every yeah, week. And yeah, you, you see, see the table, you see it, and you're like, this team is going up. Or, like, if we can get points against them, like, we caused the team not to move up to the highest league. Like, just us ourselves because, of like, they didn't get points against us. So, you know, just, like, a fun and it gives you a goal and, like, a greater purpose of building something for the team. What uh, you you leave in about a month to yes. go back for the season? Yeah. And the season will run from April until October. Yeah, no, till like November eighth. Till November eighth. Yeah. That's, that's when the turn, final tournament game is. Played. Yeah. <coughs> what uh, what have you been doing during the off season? Training. How? In what way? I work out with a trainer here, recovering from injuries that. You're still. Getting the getting the body back yeah, into hundred percent exactly. shape. Yeah, that is good. Taking care of your body is a full time job at right. this level. Yeah, right. but yeah, I work with an awesome trainer here. I swim and cycle a lot just to do some cross training because after playing for this long, you can't just go and run every day after you're running right. every day during the season. You right. know, so you want to take the you want to take the pressure yeah. off of those joints. Exactly. It says this guy with bad. Knees. Yeah, <laughs> doing a lot of weights. You know, right. just. I'll make sure I'm durable. Are you touching the ball? Yes. How? Just getting in touch. I've just been, honestly, I've been working on my with myself. i got to work with Anna Martin's little sister, actually, a little bit. Rachel, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to go down You're to... You're headed to Maryville? Yep. And then I'm going to go down to Tech and train with them for a little bit before right. I go over, yeah. Uh, since they're in the middle of their spring season, yeah. go, <laughs> go get some touches and yes. reconnect with your girlfriends. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> You've got one St. Louis girl down there yes. who's uh, showing pretty well, don't yeah. you? Yeah, she's a beast. She's, a, right? she's an absolute beast. She's really uh, turned it on as a sophomore. Yeah, junior. She? Junior. Yeah. Oh, did she just finish her junior yes. already? Yeah. That's right, because she was a... Uh, you weren't the first Wickenheiser to go to Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> Did you ever talk to your aunt about her time in Sweden? Oh, no. You never talked to your aunt about her time in Sweden? You know what I'm talking about? No, I do not. Your aunt, the hockey player? Uh-huh. Who plays... She's like my second cousin. Oh, is that, aunt, oh yeah. she's not your aunt. She's no. your second cousin. No, yeah. Who played... Who, who's a Canadian legend yeah. <laughs> in the women's game Yes. and played over in Sweden, but you, you guys haven't had that conversation. No, we huh? have not yet. Oh, she's, had a lo- she's been a little bit busy yeah, she has been, <laughs> getting into the she? Hall of Fame and everything. Right. So. Uh, another Wickenheiser. <laughs> yeah. Played and played it quite well. Well, that, uh, I think I've 
I think that covers. Is there anything else you think is worth talking about for the, the girls coming behind you? We talked about the need for grades. Uh-huh. We talked about the challenges that you face that you have to get through. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. I feel, like I, could say, I feel like I could literally talk for hours to younger girls because I was once them, and I know how, like, whether it's from society or from coaches or from family members, like, you have a lot of people talking to you and telling you who you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be doing, Families yarping at you to <laughs> practice, and or you're not doing good enough. Like right. I have so many, I played with so many players that were great, amazing players, but they just were burnt out, you know. Or they played with people that their coaches like they didn't get along with their coaches, and then they end up hating the sport. Or it's like at the end of the day, like soccer is a, such a fun sport, and like I still get like that childlike joy and like giddy playing it, you know, which like is the goal, you know. Like it, yes, it's a job, and sometimes like oh, I don't want to go, but like. You make yourself go because you step on the pitch and job. everything yeah. else is. You and can it doesn't matter. Yeah, else. so like soccer should be an outlet. But like it should always be fun. Like there is going to be pressure, and there's going to be times where you have to put aside your personal life or your family life, and you have to make sacrifices for it. But it also needs to be a balance. Like I was able to have a balance in high school and soccer of my friends and soccer. And like looking back, I'm so grateful that I did that. But like I still practice more than enough. You know, like, it's not like I was like, oh, I'm going to go out with my friends, so I'm not going to practice, you know, but you need to make time for both. And so I literally would say don't let anyone take away your, like, joy for the sport because it's such a fun sport and it should always be fun. And there's a lot of people trying to tell you what to do or... Be you, yeah. do what you need so it's to like, do. Yeah, so it's like, you know, like, find trusted people, but, like, you know what you need to do. And so it's like, just be yourself, like, don't try to be someone else, like... And have fun with it. And if you lost the joy, you need to go find it again. Yeah, exactly. Or and do something else. There were times where I wasn't feeling that joy, and I was kind of like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want to do. But, like, I, you know, you can't just stop. You keep going. You keep working. Like, it's a grind, you know. Like, And sometimes you feel burnt out, but it comes back. And so. Like anything else. Yeah. Nothing, Life isn't not, easy. Yeah. yeah. My and dad's teaches, favorite saying was, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And it's not going to get handed to you. If and you don't want to work for it. Yeah. What value is it? Exactly. And, like, if I would say if you're ever questioning something or, like, debating whether to do something or not, I would just do it. I know so many girls that are like, I don't know if I should play college or not. I'm like, do it. Like, if you don't like it, then you can always stop it. But, right. like, you can never go back and do something that you said no to. Yeah, it's, either, yeah, it's yeah. easier to end it, end it at that point yeah. than it is to try and get back Exactly. Down. But, like, especially with anything that makes you uncomfortable, like... If there's a situation that you're like, oh, I'm scared to do that, then do it. Because, like, it's going to make you grow as a soccer player, as a person, as a friend, as a family, you know? Like, so I'm always like, whatever opportunity comes, just say yes and then figure it out. I'm like, that's what I did with Sweden. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I said, yeah, and then I figured it out once it came. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank I, you. I love your enthusiasm. Yeah. And uh, obviously appreciate the value, what you bring to the game, Carly. Oh, thank you. And well thank done. you for everything. <laughs>